Well, what's up, Rejects? Thank you guys for joining us on It Rejects in the booth, ready for tonight's good sports show. I can't do this show without my, myself, so I got my big guys with me. I got the big guns, SG3, Zach the Mac with us today. SG3, say what's up. What's going on, guys? It's me. It's me. It's SG3 coming in live for the sports edition. Going to hand it over to my main man over here, Zachary Macri, the Pufferino. Go ahead, man. Say what up to everybody. Here, you know the vibe. What's going on, guys? You hear some sports talk tonight. We got a lot of bull crap to talk about. We got a lot of uh, just bull crap. A lot of shit going on. So stay tuned. Go ahead, Tony. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll get things started off with the show today, guys. First things first: boxing events. Now, last weekend, of course, we had Canelo Alvarez beat Billy Joe Saunders May eighth, of course, via TKO. Right before the ninth round, they stopped the fight. Due to broken orbital from Billy Joe, uh, I guess I don't know. Some people are saying this career ending. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I guess it is. You know what I mean. But then again, SG3, you, you know a little bit more about Billy Saunders. What like, do you think this is the end for him? Dude, I'm gonna tell you like this, man. I only know one other person who's had a broken orbital, and that man's name is Margarita Antonio Margarito. Y'all remember that fight against Mandy Pacquiao? Yeah, that was a nasty fight. Uh, yeah, I think so. That was a big bloody fight. The next time, I remember the next time. The next time he fought, what happened? Everyone kept using. Everyone kept going up. Uh, everyone kept using his eye, especially Miguel Cotto. He kept aiming at his eye. So at this point, when you have a broken orbital, it becomes a really soft tissue. So if you're in boxing or you're in any sort of any sort of a uh, combat sport. Even if you let it time to heal, it's never going to be the same. Yeah. When you break that, it's like a it's like a really sensitive tissue. It's like a really sensitive, um, like a sensitive muscle, sensitive bone. Yeah. So now it's going to be a lot easier for for fighters to basically target that eye and do what do what uh what Cotto did to Margarito to the point where it's like, dude, it may have been worse against Pacquiao, but now it's like maybe you can't see. So you're so now not only are you risking probably losing an eye, but you're also risking, you know, like you're losing, you're risking a lot more than what you expect, man. Right. So that's why, for me personally, I think Saunders had a good career, man. He's done enough. I, I just, depending on the severity of it, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't do it personally. I wouldn't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Zach? What do you think, Zach? I think that it's as far as career ending. Um. I, I, I would I would have to say I guess so. I mean, you can't really fight much after that. I mean, you can fight, but I just think it's very health risky. Right. Um. It sucks that it sucks that I guess that's your career ending fight too. If you really think about it, that's the situation. Yeah. And you go out with an with an L. Right. So that's kind of you know crappy shitty. But I mean, as far as his career though, I mean, he had a good career, and if it ends right there, I mean, I guess he can't be. Yeah, well, he can't be upset because. <laughs> because I, mean, I mean, yeah, agreed. He can be good way to go out, man. Right, he can be a pissed yeah. off and mad, but whatnot. But all yeah, in all, like this was his big payday. In in essence, this was his big payday. He fought a big guy. Right. He fought Canelo, the you know the top dog in boxing at the moment right now. That's going forward, um, the big money maker. So he got his money right before he, his last mm-hmm. fight, and I guess this is a heck of a way to go out. You know, I want to guess the best. I lost, oh well, I'm out. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's it kind of yeah. it is what it is when it comes to that at that moment, but you know, it kind of sucks on his end as a fighter, you know, to say like, "Oh, I'm hanging up the ropes" because we all know when fighters when it's time for a fighter to kind of hang it up, it's very hard and difficult to do. So, 
It is what it is. Now, now, guys, a little bit after that fight, of course, during the Canelo's post-conference after the fight, we got Demetrius Andrade crashing the party, spilling his juice, saying, yo, you a little bitch, fight me. You ain't do nothing. You ain't got these hands. You ain't about that life. You know what I mean? Like, all that type of stuff. And all in all, all I got to say is, if I was Canelo, I would fire the guy who's teaching me English. Because when he says, I'll fuck your shit, or, hey, I'll, I'll fuck you out, no, I'll fuck you out, and clearly said that, and went on his way, I said, literally right then and there, when I heard that, that's a meme that will keep going on TikTok like no other, and literally, you gotta fire that guy right now, fire him right after he got press conference, and say, you're done. You're done teaching me English because you suck. I had I said it like this, and nah, now now I'm screwed. Now I'm now, I'm, now everyone's clowning me. Exactly, everyone's dogging me out. I'm done. I'm done with my career is over because of you guys. Before you like, jeez. So that's what happened. SG3, what what are your thoughts on that? On that, do you think Andrade is gonna get a shot? No. Um. Right. So cool. So you fought Floyd Mayweather. You got schooled by Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. You fought um you fought Kodo. You fought an aging Kodo. Right. You fought Sergey Kovalev. You didn't fight Crusher Kovalev. You fought Sergey Kovalev. Like you fought guys already out of their prime. You haven't fought somebody in their up, like in their in their in their toe for toe sort of sort of moments. Yeah. So that's why I feel like he's trying to call him out. And Canelo's not saying, dude, you you had you don't have a resume yourself. Yeah. So it's like a lot of these boxers then nowadays. And this is me personally. A lot of these boxers are so hung up with like, oh, dude, I fought Sugar Shade mostly. I fought I fought uh, Floyd Mayweather. I fought you know um I fought well, at yeah. this point now I can't even say it. I fought Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Oh. I fought Sergey Kovalev. I fought this person. I fought that person. But it's like though they're they're just names now. Like it's like did you fight them when they were at their prime? Right. Of course not. Sugar Shea Mosley was goodness knows how old. Right. And of course he wasn't he wasn't going to do the same damage as he did to even twenty years later, even twenty years earlier. Right. Um, Sergey Kovalev, like I like you, like I said before, he wasn't crushing Kovalev. He didn't have the mentality of being the crusher anymore. Um, if we're going to Miguel Cotto, he wasn't bull Cotto when he was before the Margarito okay. fight. True. So that's why it's like instead of instead of instead of people nowadays, and that's the thing. That's the thing that's hurting boxing. It's the fact that nowadays these guys just want to say, well, you know what? You're just another name to my resume. Instead of, dude, you want to fight? Let's just fight. Yeah. And that's what they used to do back in the 80s. You know, champion, champion, didn't matter who it was. Didn't matter if the guy had a belt. The guy was like, look, man, you know what? You want to fight because you consider yourself the best. I consider myself the best. Let's go ahead and duke it out. Yeah. Now it's mostly a business. That's why now you're getting these stupid exhibition fights, such as Floyd Mayweather versus uh, versus Logan Paul. Right. And, you know, now nowadays it's like you're not even getting like the top fights that you're supposed to get. Yeah. Number one fight I want to see, yeah. and I can't wait for it to say it, but I'm waiting to see Earl Spence versus uh, Crawford. When's that fight going to happen? Right. Oh, Crawford's a freaking dog. Yeah. Why, why are we never yeah. talking about him on the show? He's a dog, bro. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a very good point. That's the one thing I can say is like, so 
Where, where, where is the negotiations falling off? What's, what's going on? Why, why is it that you hear about all this hype, all this talk, and then out of the blue, boom? Oh, it's. I mean, it's a different subject. It's a different. It's a different sport. But it's like with the Chicago Bears when they were bringing up, you know, uh, uh, Russell Wilson for goodness knows how many months, and then out of the blue. So guys, yeah. we may be signing Andy Dalton, and then boom, we sign Andy Dalton. It's the same thing with a lot of these fighters. Oh, we're gonna fight Terrence Crawford versus versus Errol Spence. Then out of the blue, Terrence Crawford versus Gamboa. Good luck, guys. Have fun. Yeah. Come on, man. I know. I agree. It, it's it kind of it, it's it's a, a testament to boxing at the moment right now. And the re- reason why a lot of a lot of us fans are, are kind of stirring away when it comes to boxing because it's all politics. You guys want to wait until God knows when someone's gassed out, tired out, had some issues in their life, you know, body run down a little bit, and then all of a sudden you guys want to put the name out there and say, "Well, let's get a fight going." Like, when were you at? Where were you at five years ago when it was time of ready for? For it to be making big money at the morning now. Now you want to wait and now you want to fight? Like, it's all in essence of why boxing fell out. UFC stepped in and took care of the business. At the moment, right now? Yeah, I can tell you from, from my point of view. Okay, yeah. Not to cut you off, but no, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, just to agree with you, though. Yeah, just to agree with you 100%. That was always my issue with boxing is I could watch a whole fight all 12 rounds, but. It, it's gonna lack interest in me though a little bit because I do feel like it's a, politi- a bit of a political thing. Like it's it's too political sometimes, you know. Right. And I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is just the rebel in me, but I just don't like the rules behind it too. Sometimes, and the rules are ridiculous. But safety, safety. So we gotta follow the rules. But and like any when fight, compared to other fighting things, yeah. When you compare other fighting things like UFC and shit like that, it's like man, like just kick up it's shit. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, always been yeah. It, it stirs it away. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Kind of going on with it. Like, it just doesn't make any sense why they kind of keep it this way and why they try to hype it up. If I was, if, you know, if any fan would say now's the time for uh, a Demetrius and Canelo fight to go head to head and actually duke it out because who's left for Canelo? Go for it. There's no argument now. What argument, do, Canelo, do you have to sit to say you don't want to fight this guy? You want to give some other bum a chance to get up in there and take another title on the easy money standard? Okay, that just goes to show what type of man you are. You know, it just, it questions that. And we're, it gives us, like us rejects, ammo to dog you out, man. To put you where you're in the spot yeah. place. You know what I mean? Like, to put you in the limelight with that. So, I guess you want to do that, whatever. Now, can I keep it on and move it on with boxing stuff right now? We did have a, a crazy incident happen over um, the press conference with Jake Paul, with Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. When Jake Paul decides to get in front of Mayweather's face, talk some trash, turn five years old again and say, I stole your hat and run away like a little girl. Um, and they get hit. They get, get hit in the face. And then, you know, this little brawl breaks out. You get Mayweather threatening the Logans saying I'm gonna kill y'all. Y'all going y'all dead, y'all dead, y'all dead, like butt crazy. Like sound like a Jamaican guy just kept saying it. Um now all of a sudden we got the Paul brothers having a, a ordering 24-7 security due to the theft threats that they received from Floyd Mayweather and they think they're gonna die. So I don't know, uh, Zach the Mac. What, what did what did you think of the the whole shebang that happened on the press conference? You know, I got plenty for to say about it, man. <laughs> uh, first of all, 
like you said, it's childish. You literally is talking to Floyd Mayweather, one of the greatest, lethalest hands on this planet, and he still just shoots his hat. Like what? What? <laughs> Is it even gonna? That's that's childish in publicity at its best, though. Thank you. you. Can't even be mad at the pause about that. True. Can't even be mad about that. That's publicity at its best. Now, as far as professionalizing and scaring them, I didn't know too much about the death threats. You said that. Um, I mean, it's part of. I don't know. That's part of publicity. I mean, he's obviously gonna be mad. Um, I think we should talk about just the hairlining first. Is what we should talk about, man. Like, <laughs> this is where we're gonna start anything, man. You know, you know, swag con- con- man. This guy came out looking like he hadn't seen a bottle since quarantine started. <laughs> that's crazy. So it's supposed to be TMT. That's 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 crazy to me. That's so, true. Anyway. That was that being said, though. Uh, I guess it's a date, though, right? There's a set date, right? Or, or they get they met up to talk about that. No, I believe there is a set, set date. Mm-hmm. June, June something. Is that set as a Yeah, June six. You said right, SG three. Okay. Okay. Yep. June six. That's a Sunday. So, yep. With that being said, though, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So they they got it set even where it goes. So. And I did hear that the other brother is not supposed to be there, though. That was a threat. That was one threat I heard, that he's not allowed to be at the fight. That's true, yeah. Supposedly, according to Floyd Mayweather's team, they banned him from being at the arena. And then, yeah, I don't know what what else happened after that. Okay. So, uh, what do you think, SG3? Yeah, SG3, what do you think, man? There's a way I say it, man. I mean, don't get me wrong, man. Floyd, Floyd... Y'all know me. I'm a, I'm a Pacquiao guy. Right. But I want Floyd to knock him out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want I want I want I want Floyd yeah. to knock the bum out. Shut shut the bum up. Straight up. Yep. Um, I don't know if you guys caught it though, but they were showing fight hype actually caught Logan Paul where he's like, dude, what did he do? Like, there was another interview where they're asking Logan like, hey, dude, what'd you think about Jake? He's like, I mean, he told me he was gonna do it. But I didn't believe he was actually going to do it. Yeah. Um. And I feel that, like, like I was telling, you know, um, uh, Tony the Kid, like I was telling the Lisper over there, producer, mm-hmm. and it's going to happen. Well, all he does, if I do that, hey, Jake, expect Pretty Boy Floyd to come out. Ain't going to be money, but hey, man, well, there's going to be Pretty Boy me when they're coming out. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to tag him up real nice. That, that's why I'm going to say yeah. Pretty Boy comes out. Yeah. Um, I, pretty, boy, pretty Boy's going to get Pretty Boy going to tag that boy out. Yeah. If he yeah. one side of his head, it's going to be a, it's gonna be a bruise. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Now, all right, guys. We're moving on to soccer stuff. But SG3, before I let you go on with your soccer news, um, I'm actually on on my phone right now. I got some breaking news at the moment right now, you guys. This is pretty crazy. We're not we're not really used to this, but um, it looks like New Jack SG3. If you remember him watching the uh, Dark Side of the Ring, uh, passed away today. Just recently. Don't say it, bro. Yeah, about an hour ago. Yeah. ECW legend wrestler. Uh, New Jack um, If you guys haven't seen his story Or really known about him You guys watch um, Dark Side of the Ring It is available on Hulu um, If you guys are able to watch it on there His story Parts of his story is there But if you guys look up to his story He is one of the craziest wrestlers To have ever lived He died for the sport I guess you can say um, He loved wrestling He lived for that 
You know, he had, he had a lot of good qualities when it came to wrestling. There were some uh, controversial things, of course, you guys. But any other person in life has some controversial stuff. They go through a lot of demons. But, um, you know, sad to say, uh, New Jack, rest in peace. Uh, thank you for the memories in the wrestling ring. And uh, I hope uh, your family, you know, got your family in our prayers for sure. So, SG3, any words? Uh, to New Jack, rest in paradise, brother. Um, as you just said, it's only the kid. Guy had he had some demons in his closet, man. And you know what? Um, no judgment here. Uh, I wish that he, you know, rest in paradise, rest in peace. His family, my prayers, my thoughts, my condolences to, to the family uh, during this very difficult time. Before I continue, Macri, Zachary, you got anything to add to it, brother? Uh, just rest in peace, man. I actually did get a chance to know of him. I actually see him, and I did. He was a pretty cool guy. And I wish I would have learned more about him, man. It sucks, man. When you, when you, it sucks when you know too much about somebody and you find out about him and you, and you, you're interested, you know, and then it just kind of gets cut short. So, yeah. you know, yeah, rest yeah. up, man. Definitely, definitely. All right, guys. Uh, moving on up. Uh, we got some soccer stuff, of course, you guys, from SG3. SG3, spill the beans when it comes to our soccer news, boy. Say what's up. Cool, man. I got you guys. So, your yeah, for Champions League has been set. May 29th, get your TVs on, get your, get your smartphones on, get your iPads, get your computers, get whatever you want, man. History is going to be made. Manchester City, for the first time in the history of the club, is going to be in the Champions League final. It's going to be a fantastic event. I, myself, I'm not a Manchester City fan, but you know what, man? I want history to be made, so I'm, I'm kind of going to be saying, hey, man, let's go, let's go City. They're going to be facing... Uh, another English club, so you have an all-English uh, side for, for the Champions League final. They're going to be facing Chelsea. Chelsea versus Manchester City. Can't wait. It's going to be a fantastic game. I personally, I'm going to call it, I have City actually winning this match. Um, I'm going to put it maybe about 2-1. I'm going to put it really close because these, these two teams have been going back and forth. So we'll see what happens. Um, Europa League, so basically the, the baby brother to, to the Champions League, the Europa League, uh, you have Manchester United, my boys, let's go, Red Devils, versus uh, uh, Villarreal from Spain. So we're going to go Spain versus England. Of course, I'm going to be very I'm going to be very biased, very, very biased, like my homeboy over there, Zachary Macri, with, with the Lakers, even though the Lakers suck. Uh, I'm going to go, <laughs> go biased. I'm going to go Manchester United, at least 2-1 as well, just because that's the safest score I can come up with here. But um, okay. I'm, I'm hoping my boys, put, you know, bring another one home. On top of that, this past, thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Appreciate it, Zachary. Appreciate it, brother. Um, as a lot of, uh, excuse me, as a lot of you know, a lot of fans from Manchester United. Now we're going to be on the same topic. Ara gets the Glazier family. Uh, Glazier family also owns the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A lot of Manchester United fans have been protesting for the for the Glazier family to actually sell the Manchester United team to somebody else because they feel that they don't have the passion, they don't have basically the club's best interest at heart. Uh, they have already protested two games. They've gone very violently. The first game was against Liverpool. They actually stormed in to the stadium. Uh, they were, you know, basically making it to the point where no people could go in. It Damn. was being them safe. So it was like three, four well, I hours. About the on, uh, I heard about the process on ESPN, though. Yeah, I definitely heard about yeah, that. Yeah, man. Like, it, 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 was, it was. I saw I saw some footage of it, man. Like, I mean, it was 
it wasn't like a super super physical protest like we don't where everyone's flipping yeah. cars and like setting things on fire right it looked like a Marilyn Manson concert like it wasn't that either but it was basically yeah. just fans letting out the frustration and like you know they had a couple signs out there that you know were just like you know just just we don't want you here anymore yeah so you have yeah. that um they recently as of yesterday also though protested again because yesterday Manchester United played against Liverpool to make up for the game where the first initial protest happened. This time, though, they actually went against Liverpool. This time, they're saying that the uh, that the fans slashed the tires of the Liverpool bus that was the Liverpool bus couldn't move. They um, they blocked the car. They basically blocked in the bus of Liverpool, so that way Liverpool couldn't even advance because they were trying to basically stay or making the stand. And honestly. It's 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 it goes out. You feel like the fans are okay with the family. Most fans are like, you know what, man? We you know what? We understand like we're not right now at the top where we are. It's right now we're rebuilt. We understand it's taking a lot longer than what we expected it. Um, like you know we we get it, you know. But at the same time, it is frustrating. We want to win. You know, we want to win at least like, like uh, just a continental trophy. We haven't done this since 2012, 2013. So I get the frustration, a hundred percent. But if, again, depending on the fan you ask, they're going to sit here and tell you something. The other fans going to say something different. We'll see what happens there. Right. Going on to something else. Um, now going on to uh, more English soccer news in regards to Manchester City striker Sergio Aguero, or Sergio Aguero in Spanish. The Argentine striker has agreed to terms with Barcelona. Ooh. So a lot of Messi fans out there right now, especially Barcelona fans like myself, are are saying. Is this the move that's going to keep Messi at Barcelona? For most of you that don't know, for the past two years, the big speculation has been that he is no longer happy at the club. He actually wants out of the club. The club has been doing everything that they possibly can in order to keep him, in order to keep him home. They're trying to make him sign a lifelong contract. It's not even a long term. It's lifelong to the day they disband eyes. <laughs> so... <laughs> Basically, yeah, but like they, they, they really, really, pretty much, man. Like, we, want, we want your bones to be buried here. Like, for us, it'll be an honor, like that kind of stuff. No. Um, it's really deep. So, who knows what, what it is. A lot of people are saying, though, that we it should become official after the Champions League final. And, uh, again, only the summer can tell whether Messi's going to be staying or whether he's going to be going. I myself don't feel that he's just so upset now with the club that he may not stay, or if he does stay, he may just say, "Look, man, Coleman, you did good for what you were here to do. Now step out. I need another coach." Yeah. So who knows? I I, I don't feel I feel that either one of them, either one of them two is going to leave. One of them is going to stay. Um, pretty much plain and simple. I don't see any other way around that. Uh, also, as well. For my World Cup fans, World Cup qualifying should be starting pretty soon for the United yes. States and, and the CONCACAF. They should be starting, if I'm not mistaken, in June, July, September of this year. They should be starting up again. And as for uh, as for South America, which is as for South America, yeah, it's like it's like July, it's like July, yeah. September, one of them two months. And then as for South America, what's Conmebol? They should be starting also as well within uh, after the summertime. They should be starting like in the in the, in the early fall. So once again, be looking out. World Cup is coming around the corner. It comes up in Qatar 2022. It's going to be played in November, December of next year. So be looking forward to that, guys. Um, and that's all I got for so far for soccer. Sounds good, mate, man. Thank you very much, SUD, for the soccer news. Now, moving along to NFL soccer. Not me, no, NFL football. I mean, my bad, my bad. Uh, <laughs> now, first things first. 
first things first, we're going to start with Aaron Rodgers, of course, which then is going to lead to our next big topic of the show. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is still not content on coming back to Green Bay. He's stating, no, leave me the hell alone. No. So, now that he's saying no, they offered him a long-term deal. He said, get this mess out of my face and get me the heck up out of Green Bay. I want to deal with you sons of bitches. He said no to the second deal? Yes, he said no. He said, I'm not, I don't want to be dealing with your cheeseheads. Even your own quarterback doesn't want to be a cheesehead no more. You see how ridiculous this team is? Thank you, Jesus. So, in turn, after this incident happened, they decided to say, oh, okay, fine. You don't want to sign with us? We're going to go out here and get the next great quarterback to be with us. They signed Blake Bortles. Wow. That's great. That's good for us Chicago fans. Really, to be honest, you can suck all you guys want because we're going to come up there. Real good. Now, with all that happening, that does open up some eyes to a lot of NFL fans like ourselves. If another team signs a different quarterback, such as Blake Bortles, really, then we get Tim Tebow being signed to Jacksonville Jaguars for a one-year deal as a tight end. We wonder who is being overlooked, SG3, the most. Who's being overlooked? Um, like for real, or as at this moment between them two? If you want me to be for real, I'll, I'll call out the elephant in the room. The name is Colin Kaepernick. Thank you. I'm not afraid to say it. That's right, Colin freaking Kaepernick. Okay, this young man, yes. this young man has yet to step back on the field after a kneeling down. Uh, what year was it again? SG three. 2016-2017 season has not played it down yet and yet we got two quarterbacks who really aren't that great of a quarterback in the first place had nowhere near the same success as this young man Colin Kaepernick and yet getting a second maybe even 6,000 chance back into the NFL okay we had Tim Tebow the first one to kneel down, supposedly, you know, you know, kneel down, of course, for his circumstances, and yet he gets another shot. Colin Kaepernick does not get another shot. Now, is it just me, or is this really starting to be such a a bureaucracy in the NFL? SG three, what do you think? Hey man, I'm gonna say it like this. This is this is the way I feel about it. Tim Tebow, cool. I get you. The fact that you you knelt down during during the during the uh, the national anthem because you feel, you feel strongly against abortion, brother. I support you. I'm against abortion myself. All the way. Um, I don't believe in it, but at the same time, though, I'm just gonna say it like this: This man has not played in a, in a decade. Mm-hmm. So the last time he's I remember, he was catching baseball. Not to interrupt, but you've been commentating, and then they yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like I said, he has not been in the NFL. He has not been on the field in the mm-hmm. last decade. Right. <laughs> he has not physically yeah, yeah, yeah. been hit in the last decade. Right. Last time I checked, he was missing pop flies in, in baseball, mm-hmm. in the B League. <laughs> so, so I get the fact that a lot of people are going to sit here and say Tim Tebow was doing it for the right thing. Cool. But so was Colin Kaepernick. You can't sit yeah, here yeah. And, and say one's right, one's wrong, because both of them were doing it for what they believe in. 
So now that's number one. I feel though that here's my thing. There was more than one coach who has seen Colin Kaepernick try out and has said he's ready. He is capable that he's he's crying and and, and the fiddle because he, what he's been doing at home. I'm not sitting here saying that he's you know he's not playing in the NFL. No, he's actually doing it. He's becoming an activist and doing the right stuff. But my thing is though that how come like he's still right. at home? Right. So that's the only question. Um, I feel that it, uh, again. I'm not going to sit here and like try to start like a whole race war or anything. Right. But just why is one still at home while the other one is? It baffles me. When it comes to, they keep overlooking. Uh, they keep over overlooking Colin Kaepernick. It baffles me the most, to see, say the least. Now I get, at all this time, a team being such a big scaredy cats and not wanting to take the risk on a well-deserved quarterback, well-accomplished quarterback such as Colin Kaepernick, and give him at least a shot at becoming a starting quarterback. For the NFL. Give him a shot. It's not like as if he fell off the face of this earth because he was sucking at football. He fell off because of the fact that he stood up for something he believed. And like any other entity in this whole wide world that will back up a player of their own and do something that means something for the people. But yet... Yeah, but yet every single every single team is so scared, so scared to say, you know what, Colin, we're gonna give you a shot. Come on board, let's go, let's do it, let's finally do it. Not this whole oh, let's let's do some tryouts and let's test you out and let's see how you really are. Let's see if you're really there mentally and you know give all this mumbo jumbo of you know typical political name calling or whatever type of paragraph you want to put out there and make the media go in a frenzy of stirring them a different way than stirring them in the way of saying you don't want to sign them because you're scared. You know, that's the big question. They're that's the big scared. thing. They're definitely scared. They big don't want to have to explain they don't want to have to explain to the whole world why they re-signed the man that they basically banned from the NFL. Basically, they banned him. Let's yeah. be technically. Yeah, technically. They banned him because it was a disrespect to the nation in their eyes. In their eyes. In their eyes, it was a disrespect. And that's not fair to him because in his eyes, he was doing anything in his power to make a stand. <laughs> so, that sucks. I obviously, to put in my two cents, I obviously disagree with it. I don't even like Tim Tebow that much. But, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. That's fine. Um, I just, yeah, I agree with you, though. Just cover it up. I, why not even give him a shot, bro? And I just agree. They're scared. And, you know, it's, that's what it comes down to. They're just scared. They're all too scared. Now, maybe, maybe, I mean, to stir up some feathers, maybe Colin Kaepernick will be next to, since they're looking at re-signing options, maybe somebody will raise an eyebrow and be like, oh, they re-signed Tim Tebow? Like, I mean, it's not the first time they re-signed, you know, somebody brought him back, but, you know, maybe maybe that could be a trend. Maybe that's freaking, let's, let's try. Let's hope, you know? That would be helpful. Uh, that yeah, way. I... I- I really hope I really hope that a team would but and, and I think it really has to be put out there and say in all reality is if he hasn't signed on yet if no one has even bothered mentioning him in in the sphere of any type of talking with you know his agents or anything like that chances are him coming back to NFL are very slim very slim to none never again which is such a crap way to go out I think 
one thing about Colin Kaepernick, I'm just I'm I'm blessed and I'm thankful for experiencing this type of thing in my lifetime in the NFL with an NFL player, with a player at an athlete like himself to do something in a way he felt was politically wrong and stepping up and risking his instance for that standard. Um, and start the conversation for a lot of things, which is good. As far as outcomes is concerned, that's a different story. That's another topic for another day. But other than that, you know, it's something that of all people in life, what you got to take out of it is take a chance. Whether it's good or bad in a lot of people's eyes, that's the speculation to go from there. That begins the conversation. Why is it good? Why is it bad? And all in all, you risk, you risk that. You took a chance for yourself and for your family. Um, you're still well taken care of, I guess. You know, you got your contract signed with Nike. Great. Going from there. You got your merchandise going from there. You got a lot of ideas starting off from there. You're helping a lot of different... He's taking care of his family. He's taking care of business. He's helping out different entities that will, you know, help the communities. And keep keep the keep it going. I think that's all, all it is you got to say is keep it going. It just sucks that... That we got to get two of these bums to come back and play for the NFL when we got a good player that's just sitting there but at gem. a waste and wasting. Gem waiting. Gem waiting when we got to put them freaking. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, moving along from there. Uh, Actually, guys, oh, guys, go, don't, go, go ahead. Guys, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, go. I, think, I think if I'm not going to Blake Bortles, Blake Bortles has been with the Los Angeles Rams just as a backup to golf or something like that. I don't know. Yes. I, I forgot. Blake Bortles has been in the NFL. Yeah. He just hasn't been playing. Right. Yeah, he's, he's just been sitting there. there. Just Tim Tebow hasn't, though. Yeah, Tim Tebow's the only one that hasn't. But, yes, you're right. Blake Bortles has been. He hasn't Yeah, he hasn't been in the NFL. He literally, like, I've seen him, like, he's been on, like, freaking the early morning shows, you know, like, with Get Up and all them, like, all them interviews and stuff like that. That's all I was like, so he's probably never coming back. And then, sure enough, this year, I'm like, what the? Tim Tebow, what? Yep. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know. God. Crazy stuff. Crazy things happen in the crazy world we'll be living. So we got to say. But, uh, all right, moving on from NFL stuff. We got a lot more coming around. We got a lot of good stuff. I think training camp just started for most teams um, just recently. So we're going to be looking at a lot of good stuff and kind of see what they say with the players, especially our own Chicago Bears. He was brand new and pop locking. So, uh, yes, more along. NBA good stuff. We got, I think, I think a couple of seeds left for the NFL playoffs. I'm not too well knowing what's happening with Pop Lock in there. Uh, Zach DeMack, this is your field. Let the fans know what's up. Yeah, literally can't see right now, but I'm doing happy dance, guys. This is uh, this is the best time of the year, guys. This is playoff season. There's a lot to get in, um, kind of, sort of. I'm going to get the nutshell of it all, um, you know, the good stuff, the nitty-gritty. We're going to get into what everybody's wondering, I'm sure, is the freaking tournament that starts. The date is the May 18th tournament. It's a playing tournament. Okay. There's going to be eight teams, there's six games, and there's two games a night. Wow. Okay. The playing tournament is going to be the last, like the tenth, the no, seventh, eighth, and the ninth, and the tenth seat. Gotcha. Okay. Um. Uh. It ends on the twenty-first, so it starts eighteenth, twenty-first. So it's basically like three to four days mm-hmm. of just the two, you know, those two going at it. We don't know the list of who's going at it yet because they're finalizing a couple more seats. Okay. So. That's the news on that stage. So on May 18th, you guys be ready for that stuff. Now, as far as positions, 
Um, uh, I guess we'll go in. We'll start with the playing position. The seven through the ten seed. Okay. I'm going to start in the Western Conference, and I'm going to start from the back. Now, there's a reason. I'm going to start from the, the lower seed because the position for the seven is interesting. So, in your West Conference, you got Spurs from ten. Spurs, Grizzlies, and your Warriors. So, 10, 9, and 8. Okay, so your Warriors are safe. You know, you know, Curry's in here. He's got his position to play in now. Mm-hmm. Now, the seventh seed is interesting <clears throat> because it's a freaking three-way tiebreaker right now. Yeah. And Maver- the Mavericks are playing tonight for okay. a position. So, they, they need that win. The ties between the Mavericks and the Trailblazers and yours truly, Blake. <laughs> no, <laughs> for that seventh seed. Ain't nobody care for the Lakers, brother. Ain't nobody got time for that. All three of those teams are freaking tied. All three of those teams are tied to get into that seventh seed. So yeah. keep an eye on that with the next couple days. Okay. Because that's going to be real interesting. Um, as far as I know, that's 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 very nail biting situation there. Yeah. Um, and then we could now uh, we'll go go on to the other Eastern playing. Okay, we're gonna go from seven. Oh, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Oh, go ahead. Exactly. Uh, Mac, Mac, Macri, exactly. Hold on, brother, brother, hold on. Wait. So I need you to do me a favor. Explain oh, it to me because I think I understand it, but at the same time, do I don't? What's up? So now explain to me how can the Blazers drop from fifth to seven? Because if the and how can the Lakers go? So yeah, explain, explain all that to me. Like, explain to me the situation because there's two games left. Yeah. Don't talk to me. So the thing is, if the if if literally if the Cav- if the Mavericks lose tonight, the Trailblazers will get their position. That's how that works. Oh, so they go but up to if fifth. the Lakers. If the Lake basically the Mavs, it's basically the Mavs is on a do or die situation right now. They have to win tonight. If they don't win tonight, they're pretty much they're they're, they're out of the seven. Then it becomes the Trailblazers and Lakers. Mm-hmm. That's how that works. So then. With that being said, the the Trailblazers, I think, still have one game, and the Lakers have two games, and they have to win. I think those two games. Yeah. And they're stand. They're basically understaffed, heavy. So uh, that's definitely scary. Um, with that, uh, <laughs> Trailblazers are stock. I would put my money on Dame time. Honestly, I think he's going to clutch it. Uh, but it's, it's. I think he has a lot of pressure though, because I've been watching these games now, and he's. I think he lost his last two games because it, he he went. He had his. They had the Trailblazers had like a fifth seed locked in, and then they lost two in a row, and they dropped all the way down to the worrying seventh seed. So. Oh boy. And then the Lakers, on the other hand, are on the win streak. So that's what I'm saying. It's gonna get real interesting, bro. Mm, so damn answer it. that question. I got you. That's right. yeah, I mean, just stay tuned, bro. <laughs> um as far as the western right, Eastern. Eastern, uh, uh I think I think so wait, what about if the Lakers are tomorrow? Then what happens? I think they have to wait on the trailblazers. Um now on the uh where am I at? Where am I? I just, okay. On the eastern part. Now this is interesting. I'm gonna go from the the the, the seventh to the tenth because there's a fight for the tenth seed. From seven, we got the Celtics are safe in the playing tournament. Hornets and the Pacers are good. Now there's a fight in the tenth between the Wizards and our truly Bulls. So the Bulls are still in contender to at least play in the tournament. Ooh. With that being said, they have to win every game, though. <laughs> they cannot lose, not one. And they're playing against freaking Russell Westbrook, man. So that's what makes me worried about the Bulls to get in the position. Because you guys know Westbrook is freaking Mr. Triple-Double now. So All of a sudden. <sighs> well, he, he can ball. You know the guy can ball, man. So. Ain't gonna last. We're going to see. 
What man? This guy's missing triple double, bro. Ain't gonna lie. Now official. You all you are. You're just you're a triple dub during the season. That's what. What does that relate to you in the playoffs, man? What, what does that relate to you to any championship victory? Not a dang thing. Nada. Anthony said, Tony said, no ring, it don't matter. No ring, it don't matter. You can stay those statistics out of my face for all I give a crap. Ain't got no ring on your finger. You have no relevancy at all in the conversation of anything. Period. <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. Okay. All right. So that's basically where we stand on that situation. There is, so like I said, there's uh, eight teams. Uh, you got basically four teams in conference, and then <clears> they play basically those games. And the winner of those still have to play in at their at that last seed. So mm-hmm. it's like those teams really got to work it out. Um, uh, I would get into positions on the higher end, but I, you know, I mean, I guess I can. I mean, from what from start to not really on the east side. I mean, yeah, let's okay. the, the top. Yeah, I would say the top. I mean, let's put this: the top three within the eastern is already 76ers, okay. Nets, and Bucks, and the eastern side, top three. So okay. in essence, regardless, go. they're going to be in it as far as the first seed is concerned. I'm guessing. I don't know if the Sixers have to play again, but more than likely, 76ers got it locked in. They're clinched. Yeah, so, pretty much, yes. Pretty much. So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But as far as my understanding is, yes. I, me seeing the Nets being up there in the top, look out for the Nets in the playoffs. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Look out for yeah, the Nets. Record, so on the Western side, the top three seeds over there, you got the Jazz, the Suns, and the Clippers. But... I don't know if they can last throughout the season. You think they can? These three on on Jazz, the Suns, and the Clippers. You think they can last in the in the playoffs? I think definitely Utah Jazz can, um, because they look like they didn't have any problems with any teams, bro, over the year at all. Okay, like I didn't. They didn't struggle. I mean, they have losses, of course, but as far as struggle struggling wise, right. like nobody really blew them out. Nobody really made them really. I think worried. They don't even they're worried for for so. If they stay focused and they're locked in, bro, yeah. I mean, they can – like, I don't think nobody can win right now. Sadly, I hate saying, but, I mean, hey, they you can get a ring, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know how that's going to go. Well, we'll see what that one. <laughs> but we'll see. I guess what they get. So, yeah. Um, so, as far as – as far as that position is, I mean, that's what I got for you there. I was I was going to go into injuries, but uh, I'm sure you three would comment in on this. Um <laughs> Injuries are going to be flaky right now, man. So, <laughs> because of I'm hurt, oh, my back hurts, playoffs come in, this game's not important than this game. Uh, and I was doing a lot of reporting, like, there's, like, a lot of just soreness and day-to-day, so I was like, eh, we're just going to let the playoffs start. I'm just going to let the playoffs start. <laughs> so, we're going to let, we're going to see, because I, you already know it's that time of year, man. It's like, ah, I'm tired, I want to play, but I can't play. Come, <laughs> I think I'll sit tonight, and I'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> all right, so injuries. Just look out for your favorite player, guys. That's all you got to do. <laughs> I think. I mean, all in all, let's just be honest. We're LeBron's gonna come back. This big old baby's gonna come back and play again. He's all this mumble jumbo of him being out and about. We've never seen him have this big ankle sprain before in his career. We don't know what's gonna happen. He's, oh my God. he's done for the season. Like no, no, no. That that dude's just fine. He's promoting Space Jam. He's out there handling business for Space Jam. His first big movie, him producing, him working on himself to develop this movie to go forward and, and basically open up more doors in the movie biz for himself to be producing other projects in the world. So this, at the moment right now, he has a lot on his plate. 
He's saying, you know what, basketball, you know, 99 problems with basketball ain't one of them right now. I'm good. I'm all right. Basically. I got AD over there. He handled business for me. He taking care of business. He got a little hurt, but whatever it is, you know, we got some plays. At least we in the contention for the playoffs. Oh, that's the thing, man. AD's playing freaking ass out. There's nothing so, wrong with AD either. So, really, if, if really, in essence, he's like, as long as you guys can get me in the playoffs while I take my little quick vacation, tell my other side of business, on my side <laughs> stuff, uh, <laughs> that way when we in the playoffs and really time matters, I could come back, save you guys. <laughs> Get y'all to the ship, <laughs> win the ship, and then we got all this. And then, and then now they can't say nothing. Now they gotta put me in the goat conversation. Now I'm gonna be like, oh my god, did Michael Jordan yeah. ever leave and then come back and then win a championship, take vacation, no. handle He's movie? Oh my god, drop a movie and get a ring. Yeah, no. what up? <laughs> jam. Like, yeah, yeah number one movie to box office for three weeks. Yeah, man, what's up, right? Like, so get your, get your. <laughs> it's that narrative, I think. I got to tell you right now, fans. It's that narrative right there that's gonna bug me the most. I'm gonna call it right now. May 14th at 8.21 p.m. That's Tony the Kid's narrative going for the playoffs and the NFC Championship. <laughs> NFC Championship, like football. And the NBA Championship. If this man miraculously shows up in the championship with the Lakers, wins the championship, the narrative for him winning the championship will just be that. I was so calm hurt myself. I hurt myself. I come back. <laughs> I see my team. We win a championship. I win a box office movie with Space Jam 2 with Bugs Bunny and all those guys. And we're such great, we're great players. We got everything. Like, get y'all. I'm just calling, I just call it now. That's it. That's gonna be a narrative. And everybody's gonna be, everybody's gonna be such in a frenzy of stating, oh, LeBron's such a great player. He's the GOAT because he took a break from the movie. To go, you know, advertise it, work on it, make a box office movie, come back to the playoffs, wins the championship for his team. Who does that? Oh my god! Ooh. No, <laughs> Sorry. ain't gonna happen. Oh my god! Oh no! Oh no! We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, you know, playoffs are still kicking in. It looks like this 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 NBA season. In my opinion, I guess my question would be for you, Zach the Mag, on that one. Watching thus yeah, far this NBA season, has it been it more interesting than before? Or how are they doing this tournament thing? Is it man? Is it intense? I can't lie to you, man. I think I think it makes things a lot more interesting this time of year. Obviously, it doesn't affect too much of the beginning and the ending of the season, right? Um, you know, because it's just this is not only our games like important around this time of the year right it's just it's not the time of year it's it's cool that like how you know they recalled the season earlier and now everything's right. happening in may yeah. so with that being said it's not only a different time of year but the intensity is building up and it's just Correct. like i think for me it's just catching you off guard how intense so yeah. imagine the players they probably love it like as yeah. a fan i i love it it's awesome it just makes things i think i think again i think it makes more game by games like more nail biting so Very true. definitely good. I like it. Okay, sounds good. Hey, what about you? What's your intake on that on the tournament? How they're playing it right now? Uh, is it more interesting to kind of see how how this whole lineup is? Is it a one time thing that they're going to be doing this, or do you think it's best that they keep doing this going forward with NBA season? I don't like it, man. Because at this point, it's like why? Well, then why give it your all all season? So it's like cool. All you got to start worrying is as long as you can make it to tenth. 
You're good. I'm yeah, with you. Gotcha. <laughs> That's gotcha. Yeah, that does make sense. That does make sense. All right, guys. Well, I guess this concludes our show. All uh, interesting stuff, sports and, and sports news is going forward right now. We got a lot of stuff going forward. As Zach the Mac kind of mentioned earlier today, uh, we have UFC, of course, tomorrow. Please be aware. Chandler versus Oliveira for the light heavyweight championship. Who goes from there? We'll see from there. So for UFC 262, if I'm not mistaken, that is what's the uh, UFC call tomorrow. Um, they are in uh, Texas, so it's going to be interesting to see what they go on about that. So watch out for that. We're going to be on social media talking about that tomorrow. And uh, we'll go from there, you guys. Otherwise, uh, SG3, say your final thoughts before we have the show. SG3. I just want to say it's an awesome show. Once again, rest in peace to New Jack. Thoughts and condolences and prayers brought to him and his family. Rest in peace, big dogs. Thank you for all the memories. Brother, brother. All right, Zach, the Mac. Final thoughts, big man. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, I don't know, man. I got a lot on my mind, guys. You guys got how much time you got? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a good show, man. Love you guys. It was fun. Uh, stay tuned for the NBA, man. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, if you, you haven't been watching all season, just tune in now. You didn't really miss to nothing just yet. The midst of it is just starting. Yeah. So, Get tuned in with that. You know, she's gonna be good tomorrow. Uh, thanks for listening, man. Make sure you guys follow us on every form. You know, please right. do everything. Just follow us. All right. Um, love you guys. Thanks for loving. Thanks for loving us. <laughs> well, thank you guys, Rejects. Everybody appreciate you. This is Rejects in the booth. Thank y'all for joining us today on a special spot podcast show with us. Uh, again, tune in for sure. Uh, Instagram, check us out over there on reject.com. We got all the stuff on content wise. Uh, keep following us because our views are going up a lot on Instagram. We totally appreciate all the love and support from there. Um, but otherwise, we got a lot of projects kicking in. We got a lot of stuff coming up. So let's get to it. Otherwise, we'll see you guys next week. Y'all take it easy.